This is Opposite Attraction, Season 4, Episode 8. A salute to all nations, but mostly Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your arms, legs, and feet inside the vehicle at all times, because this here is Opposite Attractions. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the littlest mouseketeer in the group. J I M M U real soon. M U R ever. M-U-R-P-H-Y, because we love you, it's Jim Murphy! Yes. Happy birthday, Mickey! It's his birthday. <laughs> it is Mickey's Actually, birthday, Actually, I really don't know bastard. what the actual day is. I want to say it's like the 18th or something. Um, oh, But yeah, they yeah. did his uh, celebration on ABC this past weekend, and good lord. It's astounding how little Disney stuff I the, get into other than the, the parks. The, okay, so I, I didn't even know it was on until like 20 minutes before it started, and I saw tweets, and I'm like, I'll watch this. And I yeah, expected yeah. it to be more like not every Disney special that's been aired for the past three years or six years, where it's just like... So what you're saying is these Disney I, specials are a bit like the WWE, I, and you're just like, it's gotta be something different I wanted, now, guys. Like, the Christmas specials and all that stuff, it's literally just like, here's two hours of some random Disney songs and random Christmas songs by people that work for Disney. That's pretty much what they all are. I was yeah. hoping for, like an actual thing about Mickey that was more than like six or seven three minute montages and then the rest of the time was singing random Disney songs that have nothing to do with Mickey Mouse. You, you wanted the Comedy Central roast of Mickey I, Mouse. I, I, I just, I wanted something more like a documentary than a than like somebody singing Part of Your World for no reason. And in the most yeah, in the most sexual way I've ever heard it ever. What? Like this girl who I don't even know who she was. I know she's some Disney uh, TV actress or whatever. She comes down like Teddy Bera in Country Bears on a swing from the ceiling, and is singing part of your world <laughs> in this like throaty. Like she wanted to jump off this swing and into that mouse's lap. For the whole four minutes of the Look song. Look at that dick. Isn't it neat? It it was very creepy. And I can't remember even what else. Um, let's see. S- somebody sang Colors of the Wind. And like Minnie came out in a sequin dress and they danced. Oh, oh, I forgot. Uh, every once in a while they would have a band playing a song. And then they would like cut and Mickey would like pop out. And he'd be like, he was playing the drums at one point. Like, full suit, head, playing the drum, like, going off on these drums. Like, amazing. At one point... Have you seen... At one point, he street, like, breakdanced, street danced with, like, some K-pop band that I'd never heard of that was apparently super popular. And the second he ran out... The the second he walked out and started breaking... He's wearing, like, a tracksuit. And he's dancing, and it cuts to the crowd, and there's, like, seven girls in frame all, like, losing their shit, and there's one girl just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
<laughs> yeah. Have you seen the video of like it's in Japan and it's this guy in this giant I don't know what animal it's supposed to be, but imagine just like a big fat Totoro, but he's red. <laughs> and the video title is something just like when you're overqualified for the job. And yes, you hear, I have like, seen this, that. Yes. Yeah. Like you hear this happy Japanese singing and then he's in the background with like double bass pedals. Like, it's my favorite. Second favorite video on the internet. That was like that was every third or fourth song. Like Mickey would pop up doing something like that, and then in between, yeah. I think let's see, Megan Trainer popped up and sang like "You've Got a Friend in Me," I think with like a bunch of with like a bunch of kids. Just... That was just pretty cool. <laughs> if she had just sang one of her songs, they brought out like um, two of the original Mouseketeers, like from 1955. That was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, and then, like at the end, they're like, they're like, come back from the break, and it's, it's Mickey's birthday celebration. They're like, what the fuck was this last two hours? And then he comes out and they sing you... the Mickey Mouse Club song or whatever, or they sing Happy Birthday to him, and a cake rises up from the back of the theater, and it's like he's on top of it, and Holy it literally shit. looked like if you were if you ever seen what the castle Cinderella Castle looked like. Um, for the 25th anniversary, that pink. This castle yeah. looked like what the Mexico Pavilion would look like if they did that. <laughs> oh, Just imagine they turned the Mexico sound... Pavilion into a giant cake, and that is what was behind oh. Mickey Mouse as he was like, thanks, guys! It's my birthday! Uh, bringing up Mouseketeers made me think, do you think Disney's kind of salty with Justin Timberlake that he jumped ship to pick or to DreamWorks <laughs> to do trolls? Well, they're like, you were one of us, Justin. It's weird, though. They did that. That run of the Mouseketeers was like four seasons or five seasons or something. But like all the yeah. famous people that you know of that were on that show were on like the last season or like the last season and a half or something. Like they weren't there the whole time. They were there for like 15 months. Yeah, but Disney more than willing to be like, but check it out, y'all. We had them. Yeah. We had them for a few. And they, like I. And they, they showed Christina Aguilera singing, and she's like 12, and she has exactly Christina Aguilera voice, and you're like, yeah, that's not, that shouldn't, no. That shouldn't no. come out of a child. No, not at all. It was really creepy. Yeah. And then what what were you saying about uh, the supposed roast of Mickey Mouse where all the yeah, women were coming literally out? Literally every and... woman that came out was either singing a song that was like really kind of sultry sounding or they would come out and be like, I just remember seeing Mickey when I was a kid and now I'm seeing him as an adult. He's right I just want to hug him. I just want to hug. Can I get a hug with you? Like every single one. But they definitely did not want to just hug that mouse under any circumstances. <laughs> I want to fuck that rat. I want to fuck that nasty rat. Let's go. Much like when we went to the Chuck E. Cheese and a redneck got mad because Chucky wouldn't take a picture with if, him. I just heard from... If Larry the Cable Guy would have came out and just started yelling at Mickey Mouse, that would have made the whole show worthwhile. It would have worked because he's technically a Disney I person. I will say Robert cars. Iger showed up and... Uh, I said on Twitter, it did look like his hair was sculpted by Blaine Gibson. 
But yeah, no, Larry comes out. He's like, I've known fucking Mickey only for a little bit of my life. But I tell you what, man, him driving up and down the fucking roads eating some Prilosec, it was fantastic. You ever eat hot cheese with Mickey Mouse at two in the morning, then none of y'all know Mickey Mouse like I do. This man knows how to fucking party. Larry, yeah. calm down. Yeah, please, Larry. Jesus. I'm I'm mad that I can't go down there for Christmas because I really want to go to another. I, I, despite being not a particularly religious person, I'm super. I super love going to the like reading yeah, we, of the Christmas we tale. Did it in 2012 and the person that did it was someone i'd never heard of <laughs> and i can't remember even who it was um yeah but it was very good see, but the fact that like all the see, people I, singing are cast members it's like hey awesome good job yeah yeah well i went because a one of my friends was doing it b a very cute girl asked me to go and c it was neil patrick yes, harris reading exactly it so why i said want to see it yes Yes, Amy I'm Grant's going. not doing it and this year, which is weird because I feel like she does it like every year. Amy who? Grant. Oh Christian, yeah. Christian well, see, here, the weird thing for me was, you know, the main reason most people go is like to hear the music and this wonderful chorus of voices coming together to sing on this joyous occasion. You could see the entire audience once they start singing. Be like, no, no, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. We just want to see Neil. We want to see Neil. And, like, my favorite part was Neil wasn't mic'd for singing, but you could see him getting it and then also, like, dance into the music. Neil Patrick Harris uh, we're, loves We're going to go year. down next year at ho- holiday time, but I don't think it's going to be for the processional. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, I told you, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show the fact that I read Neil Patrick Harris's autobiography where you get to choose your own adventure. And at one point it was like, if you'd like to take your kids, your kids to Disneyland, click here. And I went, fuck yes. Click. Oh, it's just words. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. I guess it's just words. I mean, I thought it was going to take me to a page where it was going to give me tickets to Disney world with children. Oh, so Jim Murphy, this is a podcast where we build our own theme park and this season we've been rocking kicking it in the free world because this is a theme park all about america and so each each week instead of glorious three-hour or whatever a glorious three-hour podcast (laughs) hardcore history um so uh Everything's themed after states. We've done Texas, Alabama, California, these iconic states. And then this week we did Ohio, (laughs) a state which when I looked up shit about Ohio, one of the like one of the top listed like this is one of the great things about Ohio was it's normal. I'm sorry, they were just like, yes, it's such a common state that apparently, like, food people will go and test in Ohio to see if their food well, is yeah, good because it's I so common. I think a common. lot of test kitchens are in the Midwest. Like, Patton Oswalt jokes about that. He's like, they ain't gonna give somebody some kind of weird, like, uh, like motor oil-flavored Sprite that's gonna give them an extra arm. They're gonna put that shit in Kansas City. Yep. So, uh, but here's the thing, uh, that Google search that took me five seconds, that's really 
all the research <laughs> I did on Ohio. Oh, so this ride that I've brought oh, to the no. table this week is called Scotty Moore Presents His Best Guess. <laughs> and this is called The Best Guess. And so you go up to the outside show building, and it's kind of like, it's like this cozy cabin in the woods kind of area. There's like nice fauna and bushes around the outside, and there's like lovely, like, it's a really lived-in area. Okay. And as you enter, you go into a cabin, you go by like a really nice fireplace, and there's an old lady animatronic knitting, which is weird (laughs) that I'm... I'm fairly sure that's not the first time I've put an old lady knitting in the queue line of my ride, but we're going to run with it. You hear, like, birds singing, and you go through the kitchen, and then you go into the backyard, and that's going to be themed like the woods. It's going to be like E.T. Adventure, to where you see, like, this wonderful wooded area. You see deers popping in and out. So you get really the nature experience of Ohio is what I'm trying to achieve today. Okay. So after that... You uh, you crawl through it as some more adventurous music starts playing. Uh, fresh pine hits your nostrils, that smell, as you get onto a cart. And the cart setup is almost like the Jungle Cruise. Okay. Uh, there's about seven other people in there, but there are shoulder harnesses keeping you in place for safety. And then you just take a nice trip through the nature of Ohio, seeing the woods, these animatronic animals dancing. You see bases of these massive, beautiful mountains. And then the road gets a little bit bumpy. It gets a little bit stonewalled. And then you come across, you know, one of those classic old Ohio towns with their (laughs) big stone buildings and thicket roofs. (laughs) And there are people happily, like, waving to you. And you get to see all the Ohioans in their tarps and gear (laughs) and pickaxes. And then you come across this massive tower, which, of course, Ohio is known for. (laughs) And animatronics come out of the tower and surround your cart on one side as they start to demand you get out. And so then you kind of see a door on the front of the car open, but your shoulder, like, you're not supposed to get out, but, like, the implication is you're supposed to leave. Uh, But you're still harnessed in, and then suddenly a massive dragon swoops down from the sky and lands atop the tower, roaring to the skies, as is known in Ohio. Uh, And, of course, as soon as that happens, like, this wonderful light show plays behind it as, like, smoke starts pouring out and the entire building turns red. And uh, the dragon spooks the horses that carry your hot cart here in the <laughs> land of modern-day Ohio. And off you go on a madcap adventure where this dragon's trying to snatch you up. Like, you'll come face-to-face with it. Flame effects shooting up with smoke. Uh, and then finally you find refuge in this old kind of prison kind of thing. And you explore parts of the prison, but, you know, like, you see you can't really escape because the dragon has broken down bits of the, uh, bits of the building, so you have to make your way down into a dungeon. And so you start exploring this old, old Ohio dungeon, (laughs) and then suddenly a group of ruffians come and try to attack your cart and, uh, use their powerful magics to destroy you. Uh, classic Ohio behavior. 
and this begins another trace through the dungeon as more effects start blasting around you. You see the, you see these uh, Ohio sorcerers hit you with water, blasting from walls, electricity, which actually strikes some tombs, awakening the undead, and now there's dead zombies chasing after your cart. And then after you fight past massive spiders and a gigantic bear, you make your way back to the outside where you come face to face with the dragon and the cart stops. And it's kind of like the end of King Kong where there's the giant King Kong animatronic just staring at you and you can feel its breath. But you have to stay still because I've been told the vision of dragons is based on Is the dragon voiced by Ben Affleck? (laughs) No, it's not. And so the dragon is kind of staring at your cart as you're frozen, but then it turns away and roars as your cart slinks away behind it. And you are saved from the dragon of Ohio on this, the best guess. Yes, Um, everyone knows Virginia is for lovers, but Ohio is for mages. Yes. Uh, And now the gift shop... The gift shop has some nice things here and there, but really, there's nothing that impressive. But I've been told if you talk to the innkeeper, he will give you a quest to fetch the Golden Claw, which is a mystical artifact that was stolen from there three years ago. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's really my ride. I feel like I captured the spirit of Iowa. Fuck, I'm in Ohio. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the best guess. <laughs> Um, uh, I guess I should be glad I actually did some tiny, slight little bit of research on this. What do you mean, Jim? I thought mine was absolutely perfect. Um, that doesn't probably explain why Travis McElroy would live there. Yeah, yeah. he was like, I'm ready to go adventure, Dad. I'm gonna go become the Dovahkiin. <laughs> think that played my hand a little <laughs> bit too much there but uh but yeah that's my ride the best guess you get to go fight dragons and kill people <laughs> in the land of ohio okay well do you know what i know about ohio it's <laughs> round on the ends and high in the middle ohio- made that joke last week but i'm gonna do it again um, there is a thing that is famous in ohio and it is called cincinnati chili have you heard of cincinnati chili I thought you were about to say Mike the Miz Mazanin, but I'm happy you said Chili instead. I do not know about the great Ohio Chili, uh, Jim. Cincinnati tell me Chili of it. is not chili like a stew. It is more like a chili, like a hot dog style, like a chili, like that you would put on a hot dog. Uh, but in uh, Ohio, they like to put it on spaghetti and top it with cheese that is about the size of your head. Like, I'm talking like this now, much Jim cheese. Murphy, Jim Murphy is a simple, small-town southern podcaster. I cannot abide by They also put uh, beans and onions you... on it, if you wish, uh, to do that. No, it ain't chilly if it ain't got the beans in it right now, <laughs> Mr. Jim Murphy. Let me tell you now, you gotta put the beans and the meat in that chili. Dip you some saltines in it. Whatever this abomination is, these Ohio people call it chili. It ain't nothing but willy. Let me tell you that right now. Well, I, I do. I Garbage. do want to bring you to my attraction. It is called Chili War. It's sort of like Cold War, but it's chili and kind of like not chili, but chili like the food. So that's a double pun. 
You really got to stretch that. Okay. Uh, so there's two main, like, famous Cincinnati chili places in Cincinnati. They are uh, Skyline Chili and Gold Star Chili. So the okay. outside of my ride kind of looks like those two buildings facing each other, but they're kind of, like, dilapidated. All right. <laughs> and basically, you go in, you, you walk through, like, between the restaurants. It's very run down. You basically find out that... Um, they have angered eldritch gods, and uh, spaghetti monsters have arisen from the depths. Okay, there you go. Eldritch <laughs> gods. Now you're starting yes. to get in the real spirit yes. of Ohio. Uh, so this is not exactly a flying spaghetti monster uh, situation, but it is very close. Like, I don't want to use that, like, mm-hmm. uh, the, re- the religious symbol of the flying spaghetti monster, but it's basically what it is. Of the Pastafarians, yes. yes. Um, but so you were told you need to uh, get into a vehicle to like escape these horrors, while uh, some famous uh, Ohio celebrities are going to um, basically play defense. Okay, uh, the, I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. These celebrities are uh, a basketball player that may or may not be LeBron James. This ride was a construction before he moved states. So he is never mentioned by name. You just see a basketball player in a jersey that is unnumbered. Okay. Uh, Bernie Kosar. No, wait, wait, wait. Like you do. <laughs> no, you see the 23 of LeBron with an X over it. So, so he's one. Uh, the second is Bernie Kosar, former quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the third is Drew Carey. Uh, the okay, fourth- Jim. Wait. Jim, you're getting dangerously close to fucking superstar limo wait, territory wait, I right understand. now. Uh, fourth is The Miz. I came to play! And then fifth is Charlie Sheen dressed as Ricky Vaughn from Major League. Okay, okay. Okay, that um, makes more sense. So, uh, you get into this ride vehicle, and it's essentially it is a screen-based uh, sort of 3D-ish ride, whereas you're, you're trying to run from the monsters, you, like, see, like, the the LeBron fake like throwing like bombs that look like basketballs. Uh, Bernie Kosar's throwing like grenades. Um, Charlie Sheen's throwing like fastball bomb things. Um, Drew Carey is basically riding a mono wheel that is the Price's Right wheel. It's basically a motorized okay. <laughs> giant wheel. Damn man. Why are you making a reference that's younger than me? Because the fact that you compared Drew Carey to The Price is Right immediately made me go, wait, 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 what? Uh, and if you've oh, ever right. seen uh, Scooby-Doo and the WrestleMania mystery, have you have you Jim, seen that? do you know, Jim, do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> so you know how every time you see The Miz in that movie, he just gets beat up? That's essentially how you yeah. would see The Miz in this ride. Every time <laughs> you see him, he's getting knocked through a window or have something, okay. or like... Uh, Bernie Kozar throws a football grenade and then like blows up at his feet. So the problem with okay. this is, is because it's Ohio and there's a lot of Ohio sports players, you don't actually win on the ride. You lose. The humans lose. Jim. And so you exit. Jim. You exit the ride into like a safe house where you can buy uh, Cincinnati chili from one of the two competing uh, companies that will be staged in the exit. However, however, okay. two caveats. One, if any of the celebrities that are on the ride as characters ride the ride, they set it up so that they win. 
So if you were on the ride oh. and and like the celebrity comes through and they see them, they flip a switch and the last scene changes from them being all beat to them doing like a Captain Planet and they form Pete Rose. <laughs> and he like Voltron swords a baseball bat up and he's like, you thought you had us beat, but you didn't bet on me. And then he fucking like just bats him in the face and then you, the, you win and then everybody gets free chili when they get off the ride. So anytime the Miz rides yes. this, there is a problem. Caveat: If Pete Rose rides, not only does everybody lose, but Pete Rose helps the aliens win. <clears throat> I thought you were gonna say if Pete Rose rides, same thing. The giant spaghetti monster then turns into the demon Kane. <laughs> no, actually, choke slams Pete Rose. They, they do the same thing where they try to form Pete Rose, but then they find out that he bet against the humans. <laughs> Okay, so, and that ride is called... Uh, it is called Chili War, like Cold War, but with chili, because it's not as cold, and mm. it's a food. There's gotta be a better... <laughs> I could not, I literally, Shit. like, I had the entire idea for the ride and all the endings, and then I went, I have no name. <laughs> chili Willies. Oh, so, Jim, we've got two rides. I feel like yours wasn't as faithful to Ohio <laughs> as mine was. <laughs> feel like i really had it you know solid but you kind of did all these fun goofs but you know it's whatever but we have to do something next week we gotta go all out next week we gotta go crazy buck wild where are we going um, a listener said that we had not done the upper midwest yet so i decided that the challenge for next week would be pure michigan I thought you were going to say the entire Upper Midwest. <laughs> it's all of it. Like, like, you're fucking mad we didn't include you? We got all of them. We're about to have a ride based on Twilight in fucking Washington. Let's do this. Not in the Midwest. I thought you, but Upper Midwest. Well, still, it is not in the Midwest. It's very Upper. It's very, it's it is Upper, upper it is upper not Midwest. Midwest. Oh, man, that... So I got my tickets for PodCon, the great convention for podcasters, earlier today. And it's in Seattle, Washington, and I'm mad because a lot of my friends love Twilight, and I want to go to Forks and just hold out a middle finger <laughs> while taking a selfie. Like, that's what you get, you sparkly fuck. <laughs> Jesus, okay. I'm just kidding. Twilight's... That's also what that redneck Jeez. yelled at Char- Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Fuck you, Chucky, you sparkly fuck. Oh, Jesus. And now he's not even Chucky anymore. He's like this weird pop punk Chucky Cheese, and it's Is garbage. Is he like when they tried to redo him. Ronald McDonald, so they put him in khaki pants? Well, see, the only vest? good thing about... <laughs> the only good thing about new Chucky is he's voiced by the lead singer of Bowling for Soup, which is dope <laughs> as shit. Otherwise, no, new Chucky's uh, not I, as I good. I think it'd be funnier if he was voiced by both members, uh, both singing members of They Might Be Giants at the same time. No, there, he's Jones. voiced by Chad Kroger. <laughs> voiced by Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Welcome to Chuck E. Cheese! We got all the pizza that you please. How'd that kid get so sad? Oh, because he got a thousand tickets and only got this. 
I remember Pass. getting like um like like the Tootsie Rolls, but they're fruit flavored. And it was like, hey, if you have one ticket, we'll give you two of them. So I walk up with like a thousand tickets, like, I want fucking fruities. Give me some fruities right now. <laughs> Jimothy Murphy, as a former employee of several arcades, those things are like crack cocaine. Exactly. And I was a... They're the re- it's a gateway drug They're the reason why Scotty Moore in 2016 was in a small t-shirt, and Scotty Moore in 2018 <laughs> is in a large t-shirt. Um... It got so bad. The arcade in Orlando I worked at, we would spend... Firstly, the people who worked on Dr. Doom's Fearfall would come down on their 15s and just be like, give me all the fucking candy you can get. (laughs) So that was one thing. But also, if it was a really slow day, it would turn into, like, fucking Gordon Ramsay's Candy Chef. (laughs) And you just pull out as much candy as possible and see what you can make with it. To the extent, one day I wanted to make the most sour thing. I guess guess the podcast is still happening. (laughs) Fuck it. I wanted to make... Wanted to make the most sour thing possible, so I took a warhead, wrapped it in sour belts, then took sour airheads we had, wrapped it in that, then, like, three more layers of sour shit, then ate it, and you've had a warhead before, correct? Long time ago. I'm not a fan of, like, uh, cinnamony things. Well, that's good, because warheads don't well, have cinnamon me, on them. What but am I thinking of? I'm thinking of... Fireballs. Fireballs, yes. Atomic fireballs. Yes. Yes, they're garbage. I I'm know. not a fan of sour um, stuff, really, either, so that's probably... <laughs> but, like, a warhead is, like, solid. It's, like, a hard thing that you suck on, like a jawbreaker. <laughs> I'm, glad you the par- time... I'm glad you... Uh... Yes. Thank you. By the time I finished chewing through this sour abomination, Jim Murphy... There was no warhead in the center, and I think the sour was so bad it dissolved it. That's a problem. I know! My face was perma-puckered for a full day. Did you ever see the jawbreakers they had for, like, the Flintstones that were, like, the size of a baby's fist? I owned one, (laughs) and it became... It and I was like ten, so my head was even smaller. Yeah, it it was the Ed, Ed, and Eddie problem. Yeah, so, like, I just remember t- holding it and just, like, cupping it to my mouth and trying to make any progress. It's impossible. You just it did have a rocky texture lick. on the outside, too. It was like chewing a giant piece of gravel. It was a horrible thing. All right, and there's the 30-minute <laughs> mark we needed to vamp towards. Anyways, Jim Murphy, what's our challenge for I next said, week? pure Michigan, sir. Oh, oh that's right. So Tim our ride next, next week. Uh, Tim is... the tool ride, uh, Taylor. Tim the tool. Can I just uh, a little bit of a worry? Okay. I don't think if it's Michigan, we can have a water ride. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying we can have one, but it's gonna we be can't, pretty murky water. We also can't water. have a, an attraction in South Detroit because that's technically Canada. Yeah. Well, no. Where the. F- Jim, I'm bad at maps. Where's Michigan? Because for some reason I thought it was up near Massachusetts. No, Michigan's in the middle. It has lakes around it. And it has one piece that's up here like this and another piece that's down here like this. Oh, that. And they have have an island where you can't have vehicles. 
right. And they said people were like these like rich a holes get off of the ferry and they're like they have all their luggage and they're like we need a ride to the hotel and they're like well we got a carriage that's going to come around in like a half hour. <laughs> have fun with that. Can we make a challenge specific to where one of us has to do one half of the hand of Michigan and one? Oh, has I don't to do even the know half? what the top would be. Oh, South Nothing. Canada the ride. South Canada the ride. Uh, so Jim Murphy, it's been an episode. I should have only put one shot of rum in my Dr. Pepper. How have you been? Where oh. can they find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me online at uh, Apparently Smart uh, on Twitter. And uh, technically, when you hear this, my birthday would be about three or four days late. So you can just go in there and tell me happy birthday late. Happy birthday to Jim. Happy birthday. I'm yeah. trying to in, like be like a woman at the <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Not- you just- <coughs> Hold on. Hold on. I got I to gotta get the cough out. <coughs> you just think this is my tail. <laughs> and with that, you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods, and if you want a free audiobook copy of the first two Quizzle Corp books or BS versus the Gods, I'm working on the third right now. Go to audibletrial.com/bsnetwork. Get you a free 30 day trial of Audible with over hundreds of thousands of audiobooks to choose from. It's a no brainer. You get something for free. We get supported. It's a win win so check that out but if you want to support us otherwise you can over on patreon patreon.com slash a load of bs or by picking up some up at merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com remember to check out all the other shows online at a load of purebs.com there's fight boys if you like pro wrestling fun fiction if you like uh fan fiction and movies and that and then a load of bs if you like two guys being assholes for an hour so check all of that out ladies and gentlemen and of course remember to find all of our older seasons online at opposite-attractions.com and remember you can find jim and me on twitter at opat show that's spelled o-p-p-a-t-t-s-h-o-w-r-u down with o-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p